You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Welcome back to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt. And we got two guests on tonight. It is the week of the Sunflower Showdown. We got Josh. We got Tristan Sass on the podcast, 2KU fans. The Sunflower Showdown is on Tuesday. What more do we have to say? But first of all, Matt, how are you doing? Good. It's um, it's Martin Luther King weekend, so we have a day off tomorrow. So I know. I'm gonna say this week. <laughs> I you don't like have it off tomorrow? No, I don't get off tomorrow. Bullshit. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joshy, Joshy from uh, Josh Hawks underscore Pod. How are you doing? Doing great. Excited to be back on here. It's been a while since I has been a while. Joined you boys. So how many? Yeah. How many uh, episodes are you at now? Uh, I think fifteen. I think fifteen. Fifteen was what just went Good out. For you? Uh, last week so what was that friday you posted that yeah nice keep trudging along over there on the joshy hawks podcast and then finally uh a recurring guest hasn't been on for a while what, what was it the second episode this season tristan you were on yeah nfl preview i was NFL thinking preview. just a little bit ago it didn't seem like it was that long ago but yeah it's been what like five months already yeah Shoot. it truly was yeah it was uh that was actually one of our better episodes. I think we got a fair amount of views on that one. So congrats to you, man. <laughs> yeah, need, that was a fun one. I need to go back and listen to that one uh, to see if all of our predictions came true. I will say uh, the Broncos did not win the AFC West. <laughs> I think we're, we're okay with that. Sure. Yeah, I was way off. Yeah, yeah. and then, of course, uh, the Vikings actually... lost today and uh, pissed me off even more. So I'm just in a great mood today. <laughs> You're right. All right, let's go ahead and talk about some K State and KU Sunflower Showdown to uh, Tuesday. Uh, let's see, let me pull it up real quick. Tuesday at six o'clock on ESPN. Uh, currently, um, wrong tab. KU is the favorites right now, according to ESPN, a 54% chance to win. Josh, what's the, uh, spread in the over-under? Do you know it's not posted on here? Um, there's not out yet, but. Oh, okay. Ken Palms has it as a two, has KU winning by two. So it's going to be somewhere, I'd assume probably around. Two and a half. Maybe one, two and a half, one and a half, something like yeah. that, probably. Over under like um like 140, 150 probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's right. be another Texas game. 116, 100 to like <laughs> 10. That was crazy. Yeah. Um with the way both teams are playing right now, though, it seems like uh I don't know. I mean, K-State kind of came off two lower scoring games. Obviously, K-State came off of a tough loss against um tcu but matt let's go ahead and talk about this first of all um 82 to 68 i mean 
quite frankly, we talked about it on the last podcast. It was definitely, I want to say a trap game because every team in the big 12 is good, but you know, you'd rather take this loss now and not at home versus number two KU coming to town on Tuesday. Yeah. And I also think like, K-State, I mean, they just look kind of sluggish. I mean, we talked about when we were, when we were literally watching the game. I mean, what mm-hmm. you I mean? Did you think they just they didn't look like they had the energy that they usually have? No, from the from the jump, it was really bad. Defensive effort was lacking. Um, we're getting really good quality shots, um, but most mostly the effort finally did pick up in the second half. I think I think Coach Tang challenged him at halftime, and especially in the last ten minutes of the game, like. Don't even look at the score. Just just go out and play. Play the game, and whatever happens, happens. And and they played better in the second half. But I will say they they did look sluggish sluggish from the jump. Um, just not going after boards. Not take obviously not taking care of the ball. I think they had thirteen turnovers in the first half. Um, I think which is uh, Keontae Johnson and Marquise Noel combined for a lot of turnovers that game. So. I wouldn't say, I mean, it's not less, I wouldn't say it's a fluke game. You know, K State was due to not play a, a very good game, but I'd rather it happen then and not on Tuesday, obvious, for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, so K State did fall on, two, on uh, what day was that? Saturday, uh, 82 to 68 um, at number 17 TCU, but Big 12 is the best conference in all of basketball. Um, Josh or not even debatable. Tristan. Yeah. <laughs> any, yeah, any it's not even debatable. Yeah. Like every night's gonna be a gauntlet no matter who you're yeah. playing. Well, I just saw like uh, this is unrelated to that kind of but like KU four their last five games have been decided by four points or less. So it's like every game's gonna be close this year. Like that K State one with TCU though, what I was just gonna say real quick is um TCU, you know, they almost made a run in the tournament last year, almost beat Arizona and they have like everybody back. So I view it as like TCU just started the year slow, but I mean, they're going to be no joke. They're going to make a run this year. So, well, and they had an 18 point lead against Texas. I mean, they honestly, they blew be, that. It yeah. can be yeah. two or three in the can big it, 12 right now. Can, I heard something, before, correct me if I'm wrong before the game, like they said, there's a possibility of every team around the conference making the tournament. Um, I believe right now they have it as every team is in. I think Oklahoma State is on the bubble, and Oklahoma might be the only team that's in that's not in the tournament right now. And they said Oklahoma State would be projected to win 19 other conferences. That's how crazy the big yes. is this year. Yeah. So, well, they keep saying every every uh, Big 12 schedule from here on out is the the hardest schedule for each team. <laughs> Like it's not even close for any other conference, which sucks for the teams that aren't winning games, like Oklahoma State or Oklahoma. Um, quite honestly, I think Oklahoma or Oklahoma State, maybe even West Virginia, might get left out. But West Virginia, no, they lost to Oklahoma, right? Or my yeah, uh, they haven't they yes. haven't won yet yeah. in the conference. Crazy. Yeah, and they're projected, I think, right around like a 7 or 11 seed, and I think that's probably going to fall. I mean, that's obviously going to fall, I would imagine. Right. And, yeah, they might not get in the tournament come March. So, because well, I think that they're probably the worst team in the Big 12. I mean, I say that now, but it's not like that's a bad thing. But Think about it this way, though. I feel like – you know, K- KU is 5-0 and in the Big 12. K-State, Texas, Iowa State, all 4-1. and 
quite honestly, anybody can beat anybody. And I think the yeah. team that actually wins the Big 12 is going to be like 11 or 12 wins because I don't think KU is just going to run the table. They are 5-0 and right now. They're a very good team. K-State's 4-1. and You know, all the 4-1 teams are very good. But, you know, you see K-State go down to TCU, get kind of got their ass beat. Uh, Baylor um, beat the shit, kind of beat the shit out of Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State should have beat KU. So it's like, quite honestly, you know, some things are going to start bouncing other directions, and it might be 11 or 12 wins that wins you the Big 12 this year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The projections have KU winning the Big 12, and they have them losing five games in the conference. So, and that still has them winning, I think, by uh, like two full games, I want to say. Yeah. So it's not going to be easy no matter what. Yeah, it's a, it's a gauntlet of a conference this year. That is for sure. Um, any other comments before we go into the game itself on Tuesday? Not, not really. That's no. I'm ready for, I'm ready for yeah. predictions. I want to hear everybody's predictions. You want to hear predictions already? <laughs> yes. I already, he already wants them. Yes. All right, go ahead, guys. <laughs> can I have two since I, I'm going to have a realistic – try to have a realistic one, and then can I have, like, a, oh, obviously no. a favorite one? <laughs> Matt's going to choose the Jayhawks. <laughs> I just don't okay know. With... I, I, I don't know. Like, uh, can somebody else go first, please, so I can get a feel? <laughs> Matt's, Matt, Matt's just pressure. thinking about Saturday's game still, I think. I know. Because, honestly, I, be, I, I want to say this, being, like, a lifetime Jayhawk fan uh, – this is something I do want to kind of defend K-State on. Like KU so far, we've played Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, West Virginia, Oklahoma. K-State has definitely had a tougher Big 12 schedule, so I think that's going to prepare them a little bit for this. And it's not an easy place to play, but, I mean, at the end of the day, it is Allen Fieldhouse West, let's be honest. Damn it! I knew you were going to say that. Wait, hold on, hold on. That came out earlier than expected. But no, um, I think what what I hate so much about K State is I I said this the other day. I'm like Jerome Tang is probably the most likable K State coach I've ever seen. So it's like <laughs> hard to not want to see him do well. But obviously, I'm going to pick KU. I think it's going to be very close for What's sure. This is the most. Uh, let's go 75-72. That'd be a hell of a game. That'd be a hell of a game. You, you Josh, what do you got? Well, go ahead, Josh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give you my betting aspect of it real quick and not give my, um, my I guess, whatever I'm trying to say, what I actually want to happen or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess just the betting aspect of it, so not even a realistic expect, whatever. But I would say K-State wins this game if they're going to be a one-and-a-half point. You would think K-State would win this game as a one-and-a-half point dog at home with your big brother coming to town. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Everybody knows football is more important than basketball. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Remember that. Just remember that. Um, no, but – I mean, it's it's definitely going to be, I know, a tough place to play. Obviously, the crowd's going to be – like, it's going to be the biggest crowd K-State has probably ever had. It's going to be loud. People are going to be staying inside – or staying outside in line at yeah. the morning. But, you know, that happened a couple – that happened last month to Missouri. And we went in there in two minutes in the game. <laughs> that crowd was fucking quiet. So, just like Jalen Wilson said – just like Jalen Wilson said, this team has played in bigger, bigger stages, bigger crowds. So – 
I think they'll be able to handle handle it pretty well. Um, it's definitely gonna you're definitely gonna have to go in there and uh, shut K State down early and not let Noel get hot from three. Um, gonna have to make shots and not get into foul trouble and force them to turn the ball over because if you can force K State turn the ball over, which they have liked to do so far this season. Um, you can get out and run in transition and hopefully just make them tired and uh, shut the crowd up so they don't, can't come back and win the ball game at the end. So what's your, what's your prediction? Score prediction is tough. I don't – I want to say um, – I got to know. Ooh, I'll say um, 72-68. K State or KU? KU. Two, two KU. KU. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Matt, do you want? Well, to yeah. Okay. Considering that, actually, a great points of what Josh said, it's going to be a rowdy crowd. It's Drum Tank's first year. They're off to a great start. I think the players will be pumped up. I'm going to go. K State, 81-79. But Allen Fieldhouse and Allen Fieldhouse. Well, I'll talk about that later on to the next book. I mean, whenever that game comes up, but I got K State 8179. All right. Well, I'll go around the table just a second. Tristan, you made some good points about K State's schedule so far. I mean, they have played four ranked teams in their first five Big 12 matchups, won uh, three of those four ranked games, plus an Oklahoma State victory. So K State sits at four and one um josh it's gonna be rowdy tickets are like 250 bucks it's gonna be loud it's gonna be one of the most hostile environments matt and you know what you know what this game kind of reminds me of 2007 michael beasley bill walker michael beasley (laughs) goes four for four from three puts up 25 points bill walker 22 points it was frank martin's first year as the head coach for k-state it was the first victory over the Jayhawks in Bramlage Coliseum since like the 1980s or something. The Jayhawks are going down on Tuesday. It's going to be in the 80s. It's going to be a close one throughout, but I think K-State pulls away in the end, 87-82. Keontae Johnson and Noel both put up 20 points at least. Ooh, similar right. game. I like that. I can see that. I'm, I'm okay with that because KU won the Natty that year, so if that happens, <laughs> oh, be I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> um, I knew he was going to say that. But – one thing that I want Therefore. to say. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I want to say that kind of worries me a little bit, and this is just like kind of you know the fan whatever in me. Um, my full expectation is, um, come Monday morning. So by the time you're listening to this, it's probably already out. Ku will probably jump Houston, I think, in uh, the rankings to be number one, and that's never good because when you're number one. Uh, you usually don't last very long, so a loss usually comes, and that would just be perfect for K State if KU was number one. It'd be, I mean, obviously it'll be good if they're they beat them regardless, but it would just look a lot better if you beat the number one team in the nation. So, I, I just want to add to that real quick, Josh. No, I agree. When you're number one, it seems like they always go down really quick. Um, one thing I, I thought was really uh, important that you said was just like. 
it's almost like KU almost likes this villain role now. It's like when they went to Missouri, it's like this team was not phased by that crowd, you know? No. In, it's not even – they don't consider it like a big game after playing in like March and April last year. Like they've been on the big stage. This is just another game. Like the Big 12 games, it's like an, every game's like an NCAA tournament game for them. So I don't think they're intimidated by this. I think they're definitely looking forward to it. They'll be ready. Yeah, for sure. That's Bill Self uh, basketball. That's Bill Self, though. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be really going to be prepared. It's and let's be like honest here, years. something we can all agree upon: Missouri sucks. Like everybody hates Missouri. Like their fans suck. Everything about the school sucks. Like <laughs> yeah, we don't I like hate them. Missouri. Yeah. I don't understand how they keep winning. They're thirteen. Yeah, I know. Right but now. they're it's really weird with them because like we when you know we're obviously talking about the KU game before that and. We saw the spread at like three and a half. They they go in there, beat them by thirty, and then they go on this run. I guess they they're on a two game losing streak. Yeah, they just like, lost their last two. <laughs> they're not as yeah, like I don't know. They're kind of they're better definitely than what I expected when KU played them. But so Josh, who's who's a better point guard then? <laughs> all right, you really want <laughs> all right. Actually, no. I'm I'm curious though. What's what's your guys' opinion like of the matchups? Like, Wilson's probably going to go against Keontae Johnson, Noel, and your I guys' would, point I guard. Would I would say that's going to be a great Cole, match. I yeah, I can't believe I Cole can't wait for that. Be on Keontae, I would assume, because they're just kind of like the same build. Uh, Keontae is our best defender. I mean, he's well. You could argue Harris, and I would not disagree with you, but. I would st- I think Keontae or McCuller will be on Keontae and then just because of the size really there and you want Harris on Noel because you can't have uh Keontae or you can't have McCuller out there guarding Noel 30 feet away from the basket so and like I said with the uh, Noel his he's all about uh like momentum and confidence so if he makes his first two first three first couple of shots he's just going to be pulling up from anywhere and you're going to need to not leave him open out there because if he hits a shot like that against Kansas, that crowd will just erupt even worse. And who knows what could happen after that. It's well, kind of no. like that. Uh, who is, who was he? The, the uh, can't remember the player, but the windmill dunk, I guess that was at the end of the game. Oh, Cardi, like, something, Cardi. If something like that would have happened in the first half, like, I mean, who knows what happens. So. Well, Noel's really developed some range to his shot too. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to, you have to yeah. run him off the line. Exactly. I think I think it's I mean Noel's don't get me wrong, he's definitely looking to set up his teammates too. But when you're we're comparing like Noel and Harris, Harris at the end of the day is just like, let me find the open man, let me make a play, get some momentum going. You know, he's not re- Noel's definitely a true scorer where Harris doesn't that. really develop that. So it's like, yeah, I mean I mean our focus definitely just has to be on Noel and Johnson because if they both have twenty five plus, like chance of us winning the game, it's not gonna happen. So, well, and then there's also there's also the wild cards. I mean, Grady Dick and and um, Naquan Tomlin will probably be going at each other. That'd yeah, be my guess on that matchup. And that's Can the thing with Grady going. Like, you got to get him the ball, and they they're going to need to try and get him uh, open shots, however they can, whether it's doing whatever. But you can't have that. Like, you know, obviously he can pull up from anywhere, really, and. You can be all over him, and he's going to be able to get a shot up off because of his his release is just just like that. But yeah, you need to get him moving around and just 
just take the pressure off of uh, Wilson so he's not just driving in the lane and, you know, putting up 20 shots a game. <laughs> you know, I was at the Oklahoma game, and when we were down 10 with a few minutes left, <laughs> even though Grady was kind of quiet for a lot of that game, I felt like, um, towards the end of the game, they were like, they were so focused on him not getting a three up that KJ mm -hmm. had wide open dunks, wide open layups. And it's like everybody, you know, Grady could have six points in the game and everybody would still be like, oh, where is this guy? I'm not going to let yeah. him get a shot off. So that was huge, even though he wasn't. I mean, even if he's not scoring, he's still the focus for a lot of people. Yeah, I say because there's some games that he has been playing and he will go a, a decent stretch in the second half without touching the ball at all. So. I give you 15 in the first half and then not score, you know, for 20 minutes. So. Well, really? what he what he does is he'll pull the defenders away from other players. So that's why he just doesn't score. He just all of a sudden other guys are opening up because they're focusing on him so much. And that's what KU yeah. does pretty well. And they've done it for years. They just they have well, that one guy go get hot and then other guys get open and they find the other guys. That's and, great and basketball. What's, yeah. What's unique about this team too is like last year was, you know, Ochai was the guy or maybe every once in a while Christian Brown. But we had like Frank Mason in the past, but now it's like, okay, Grady might give you 20. If he's not playing well, Jalen Wilson give you 20. McCuller might, Adams might. Like we have so many different options. It's a lot different than it seems most years. So, I will I will say with, with K-State having 13 new players this year, they have surprised me a fair amount with the amount of depth they actually have. Not so much at the big position, um, but that's something that KU's never really had to deal with is a depth problem. And I think that's kind of been the difference in the programs within the last yeah. however many years. Speaking well, objectively. And we, <laughs> and we, we even have like this year we have, it seems like a lot of depth, but we have three freshmen who would probably start on most teams in basketball who don't even play. Right. Like exactly. Edge of Four, Uday, uh, MJ Rice. So now yeah, we'll the problem with KU. Oh, go ahead. No, I will. I will say, K State um, Ishmael coming off the bench has been serviceable. He hits threes pretty often, although he does brick a lot of them. <laughs> it's not even close. Down like the off middle, the backboard. He, just, he, he doesn't even hit the fucking. I'll goal. say he's my least favorite player on K State's team. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> just gonna throw that out there. Um, I don't know if David and Gasson's gonna play or not, but that would be huge for the Cats inside because if he doesn't play, I'm not sure how well we're gonna fare inside with the Because if a is the only one that plays inside for the Cats beside Naquan, he's probably gonna be in foul trouble the whole game. I think um, that's really where this game is probably going to be mm -hmm. won. It's going to be inside. I, mm -hmm. So, I mean, obviously KJ for KU is going to be on the floor for 25-plus minutes, assuming he's not in foul trouble. But, I mean, it, it really kind of matters with who that second big coming off the bench is going to be going to be for Kansas. I couldn't even tell you, couldn't even throw out an idea of who it's going to be because it seems like every game it's a different, different uh, big coming off the bench first. So, I think that's really going to be important to see how that matchup Whoa. goes. Definitely. I was just going to say, especially KJ being listed at 6'7", that's what I was thinking just looking at this matchup earlier. Like K-State, I mean, I know Keontae is only like 6'6", six, six, but K-State has some guys who are like 6'10", close to 7 foot. Hey, guys. Like, if they just start passing it down low and KJ, like you said, gets a couple early fouls, we're going to have to rely on our freshmen, big men, to, or maybe mm -hmm. even Clemens, who's been so hit or miss this yeah. year and you know 
he's had his moments, but I don't want to rely on him in a game like this. So. No, I'd rather not rely on that that man. Right. Yeah. I will. I will <laughs> but, say if KU's been watching film at all this year, they will feed their big guys all game because in K State's two losses, TCU had that big guy. I can't think of his name last on Saturday. Um, just ate L- him up. Lampkins. Yeah. In and the middle, then, they got ate up. Like uh, he is a all day. he is a man. He's he's a big boy. And then so. obviously the the Butler game, it was the same situation. Butler had yeah. some guy in the middle go for twenty five points, and we couldn't stop him. So um, honestly, K State's probably gonna have to rely on Keontae creating his own shot, and Marquis Noel just getting hot from three. And you know what? I swear to God, if you if we go up fifteen <laughs> before the half, and you guys come back again, I'm gonna be so mad. Yeah, that <laughs> really that was like. Oh, that was terrible. I wanted to <laughs> cry. Hey, we we play better when we're losing by 15. Look at the I swear you guys do. We got do. <laughs> hey, you guys ain't an Allen, so it won't be that easy this time. <laughs> if that happens. No, I will I will say I was watching that game last year and my buddy was over here and we were ahead well, probably 20 points at the half and we looked at each other. We go, I'm not comfortable with the lead. <laughs> yeah. No. But it was as good I remember... as you guys were last year and and then obviously in the second matchup, you guys shot like sixty percent from three, and I was like, "You guys better win the natty." <laughs> you you yeah, know what's sec- wild? Or what were you saying, real quick? I was no, gonna say, yeah, the second matchup or the first matchup was a three-point game, and then the second matchup ended up beating you by twenty. So right, uh, yeah, yeah, we scored over a hundred that game. And yeah. what I was just gonna mention real quick, I feel like uh, our team right now is definitely better than they were last January. Last January, when I was going to KU games. I remember getting so irritated at people like McCormick, and he's the reason, you know, we ended up winning the Natty <laughs> for the most part. And it's like, this team is more complete. Like, they have better chemistry than last year. Last year didn't look like a championship team this time of year at all. Yeah, I know it's funny, the whole, uh, the whole like, people saying what they would do to have McC- or McCormick back on this team. It's like, yeah, yeah we needed that a year ago. Right. We wanted him off this team, so. Yeah. I forget the <clears throat> you don't have uh what's his face anymore. He finally graduated. <laughs> um, big white guy. Lightfoot. Oh, Lightfoot. Yeah, Mitch Lightfoot, right. yeah. Honestly, <laughs> like, the first person I thought about was Perry Ellis. I thought you were going. Oh, him bro. too. Yeah. I was like, is he no. still not on the is he still on the team too? <laughs> no, I, I think he's did he uh, come back for his masters? <laughs> I think he's red shirting this year. I, I think uh Larry Brown recruited him if I remember right. And Cincinnati has scored a great touchdown. It's off topic, but they just did. <laughs> Saw that as well. Yes. So, any anything else you guys want to cover here? I think we I think we had a pretty good uh, pretty good uh, amount of stuff we got covered so far. But I'm just really nervous. Is it okay? Sure, man. You can be nervous. I think I think it just stinks. Like how much? I mean, this is good for the tournament, but like we were saying at the start, just the Big Twelve in general. Like, how tough this conference is. I don't mm-hmm. remember the last time I was like, you know, any team could really, I don't want to say well, necessarily make a run, but, like, could beat will, anybody. So I will say I'm very excited about the game on Tuesday just because K-State and KU are number one and number two in the conference. Well, technically K-State's tied for second, but just I think uh, they've, yeah. they've beaten all the other teams except they haven't played Iowa State yet. So, so um, I mean, yeah, K-State's number two in the conference right now. So, in in-state rivalry number one and number two both teams are ranked in the matchup as well so that's got to be the first time that's happened in a very long time as well very long time okay yeah i'm saying like as you just said they're uh k-state's tied for second the big 12 i mean this game really does have huge implications like obviously just farther down the stretch if 
if K-State was to win this game, I mean. Well, that puts them tied in at first right now. Yeah, and then exactly uh, two weeks from, I guess, two weeks after that, they play again in Allen. So mm-hmm. two games that are going to just have really big uh, factors in the outcome of the Big 12. KU's schedule, I just saw real quick. Like you said, next two weeks, K-State twice, Baylor, TCU. I mean, they go to Kentucky, Iowa State, Texas. So, I mean, literally this next two weeks is going to decide if they're going to win the conference or not, really. I mean, because yeah. the rest they, the rest are definitely winnable. These games are like going to all these places. Nowhere is easy to play. So, so. Gauntlet of your schedule. And this, and also, this is definitely – yeah, go, man. Hey, all you sports and health nerds out there, it's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. Learn about basic exercises for beginners, read about the best green superfood, and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station, even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8-Minute Fitness is for you. Um, I just want to complain about something real quick. <laughs> I want to complain about ESPN Plus. Oh my and gosh! The yeah. fact that this is the best conference in college basketball, and I understand that it's a contract with ESPN and everything, but can we just get a contract that's, you know, has a good network and not ESPN Plus? That doesn't especially for the time. best conference in the nation. Yeah. No, like, Josh. I mean. We want you to buy every streaming platform you can think of. I like. Do you not just want the game of college basketball to be watched by fans of college basketball, and just have this be a nationally televised game? Because, like we were saying, it's the it's the toughest schedule or toughest conference. And two like last year, KU wins the Natty. Two years ago, Baylor's won the Natty. Three twenty twenty, it was canceled, and KU was the best team, number one overall seed. And then the year before that, Texas Tech was in the natty. So, like, I'm just little rant there that I just do not like ESPN Plus and change it now. Because well, the next it? game is uh, KUK State's on ESPN Plus. So that's why it got me rolling on the rant. In Allen Fieldhouse? Yeah. Oh, well. What the hell? Yeah. And KU's game on Saturday against Iowa State was yeah. on ESPN Plus. That's what You're I was right. That's Top what I was getting 15 to. matchup. It's yeah. Like... Ridiculous. But, and the presentation is just crappy. <laughs> like it just no, it's awful. Good. Well, they don't even know the players when they're no, no they don't. Like, it's they like, don't. Like, oh, who the hell is this guy? Right, and he fell out. <laughs> they say the wrong names too. It's like yeah. Okay. Carter Stanley on the floor for KU. Yeah. <laughs> Carter Stanley, <laughs> goat. Well, any uh, final thoughts? We're kind of getting low on the remaining time, but. Any, anything else? Matt, you really haven't said much. All I'm going to say is I will sacrifice this loss if we can finally beat them in Allen Fieldhouse this year. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yep. <laughs> nah, screw I it. Just... Beat the hell out of them both games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just hope all the teams show up for the NCAA tournament. Like, Big 12 always looks so good, then sometimes they'll get upset or something going, like, first round. Wouldn't it be so cool to have, like, six teams in the Sweet 16 or, like, or, or let's five just teams start... in the Elite Eight? 
let's just win the SEC challenge this year. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. That looks yeah. terrible. Dude. How many times so we freaking lose that bullshit when we're clearly the better conference? It's oh, just like, I, golly, that, why the, why the hell are we losing to Ole Miss or Mississippi State or LSU? They're not, I mean, LSU is not terrible, but you know, it's just not the same. Well, uh, I think you guys have Missouri, don't you? Florida. Yeah, we, I we just have, looked. It's Florida. Florida. Oh, Iowa State has Missouri. That's what, okay. You know, we got Oscar Shibway. That's going to be interesting with our undersized team. So Yeah, well, Kentucky's kind of in shambles, so. We can hope, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's go ahead and wrap it up if you guys know anything else. But, uh, yeah. Good? Good? Yeah, Just I'm good. Ready to, ready to listen to Fran. That's all I got to yeah. say. Oh, gosh. <laughs> going to be a bloodbath. All right. <laughs> My name is Jacob. His name is Matt. Thanks for Josh and Tristan for coming on this episode. We'll have you guys back on probably before the, well, maybe we'll see about the uh, next game. It's a quick turnaround, but um, this has been a good episode of the podcast. Everybody have a great Monday morning when you listen to this. So uh, have a good week. See you guys later. This has been the Lucker Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening.